Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with a calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Welcome. Good day, it's Serena, the Quiet Warrior Coach here. Today, I want to talk about something I just discovered about myself. And it's to do with this idea of playfulness and creativity. Now, the last time I remember being playful, being free, being uninhibited, I feel like that was back in primary school. And at some point along the way, I gradually became more and more rigid, inward-focused, determined to be perfect, determined to get it right. I haven't quite figured out what exactly happened and when, but I do know that over the years, it felt like a part of me has been shut down. And the only time I get glimpses of myself in that childlike and playful mode is when I'm writing, when I'm making music on the piano. And I think it's got something to do with the fear around the blank page. When I see a blank page, two emotions come up for me. One of them is excitement. Because a blank page means possibility. A blank page is like an invitation. Come and play. Look at all these beautiful textures. Look at all these colors. You know, all these pastel post-its. So recently, my coach suggested that I do my brainstorming instead of on the computer, that I actually get tactile and buy some colorful post-its and use some colored pens, give myself five minutes and start writing. I was not allowed to filter anything that I wrote. Now, I found that pretty stressful. It's maybe only five minutes, but it felt like there was a lot at risk, that I had to know what to say, what to write on those post-its. And the point of the exercise was really for me to bypass that critical thinking faculty of mine, which works over time and is in a constantly hypervigilant state, always looking for risks, always looking for things that will go wrong. And it's taken away the joy of creating, which I love. And I know I've always loved writing stories, writing poems, writing songs from a very young age. So I'm on a mission to reconnect with that part of me to get back that piece of me that really enjoyed making things for the sake of making things without any attachment to whether they would be good enough, without the judgment. And isn't that what children do really naturally? They just play, they laugh, they don't hold back. They are just themselves. And we look at them and we wonder, and perhaps we're a little bit envious, I know I am, from some of the things I've heard children say. And I wonder, when did I lose that capacity to be myself? And so when I hear mantras nowadays about, oh, just be yourself, don't worry what other people think, it's not quite that easy. What other people think has become so deeply embedded that I'm now working really hard to unravel and to release all those negative charges around what other people think and what I made it mean and what it meant for my identity and my self-worth. So I wonder if that's true for you as well. 
that when you face a blank page, when you have to create something from scratch, when you are given the tools and invited to make something or to be yourself, you struggle because it seems so unfamiliar and so difficult. Am I really allowed to do this? Can I just write whatever I wish? Can I just make whatever song I like? Does it matter if it's not in tune or it's not great or other people don't like it or maybe only two people like it? And that inner critic just goes on. It's constantly trying to keep us safe, try to keep us from taking risks and having mishaps and being laughed at and being ridiculed. But you have to wonder, at what point does it not matter anymore? At what point is it okay for me to say that I care more about my own happiness and fulfillment and the joy I get out of creating than I do out of the external validation of others? Now, some people might say, well, I don't care anyway what other people think. And that's good for you. If that's you, I celebrate with you because that's not an area of struggle for you. But if you are someone who has always valued other people's opinions, who has always tried to do the right thing, the good thing, to get it perfect or as close to perfection as possible, who has always striven for excellence and sometimes just doesn't know when to stop, doesn't know when to relax. And speaking of relaxation, it's very much tied up to this idea of playfulness and letting go. Because playfulness is just being yourself. It's just enjoying the moment. It's being present. It's being able to take in whatever's happening around you and just going with it and getting the maximum enjoyment out of it. You're not looking for outcomes. You're just being there. But performing and needing to be perfect or to be good enough, that's about a standard that's either imposed by ourselves or by others that we constantly strive to meet or to exceed. And if we don't meet that standard, we're just not happy. It's not good enough. And it doesn't matter that someone else can look at our work and say, but you did really well. You spoke so well when you were on stage. You put up such a beautiful presentation. You write so well and people love your writing. You know, you inspire people. And I know that can be true. And one level of you knows that. But at a deeper level, there is some resistance that comes in. That feels, no, 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 that's, that's not real. That's not good enough. That's still not good enough. I have to do better than this. And then we get ourselves into this constant quest of overperforming, overachieving. We're chasing something that doesn't exist. And how this can show up is when we fail to put out the things that matter to us. So for instance, we might start a business and we get stuck at the marketing part because we just can't get the messaging right. We just get, can't get the copywriting part of things right. The words are not flowing. And until they do, we don't want to put anything out there on social media. And we don't want to tell anyone what we're doing. And so nobody knows that we are doing this marvelous thing. And therefore, we don't have a business. Or it could be just going to art class or writing class and being asked to do something by the teacher, right? So you might be given an assignment to create something. And even if you're given permission, to do anything you like. The concept of anything is so foreign because you're so used to being told what to do and very specifically what you can and cannot do that when given full permission to just be, to just explore, to just have fun, to just innovate, to just make up anything and use your imagination, you can't. You get stuck. 
because your imagination has become disconnected. It's in you still, but it's just not been exercised for so long that it's atrophied. And so you have to go find your imagination and sit down and have a talk with it and assure it that you still treasure it, you still cherish it, and you want it to come on board and you want it to be a more active part of your life. It reminds me of what Elizabeth Gilbert says in Big Magic about how she finally decided that she and her imposter syndrome, her inner critic, would always be together. But she was going to make some rules. And that is that she and her creativity would take the front seat and the passenger seat and the inner critic would have to sit in the back. And it was not allowed to do anything, not touch the radio station, not change channels, but it could still come along for the ride. And I think that's the important part. When we say we want to overcome our struggles or our challenges or our weaknesses, actually what we mean is we know that we can never get rid of this imposter syndrome or this inner critic. But what we can do is acknowledge that it's there, maybe even thank it for being there, for keeping us safe, invite it along for the ride, but not give it any power. And so we say, yes, you're coming along, but you don't get to have any say in what decisions I'm going to be making about this project, this presentation, this speech this piece of art, this piece of music. I'm just going to make whatever I feel like making. I will let my intuition lead the way. I will listen in. I will be okay if nothing happens. I will be okay if I produce something and it looks kind of scrappy. I will be okay if whatever I do is pleasant only to my own ears and nobody else's. I'll be okay if this piece of art turns out to be really amateurish and something that a kindergartner might do. But it makes me happy. It's my work. I made it. And I think it's that sense of ownership, the I made it, that I have lost, that some of us have lost. The sense of pride, the sense of joy, the sense of awe that we could make something from nothing. From a blank piece of paper, we can write a poem, we can write a story, we can write something that inspires other people. We can create a piece of music that we can play, that we can enjoy. And it's okay if other people like it, and it's okay if they don't, because we're not attached anymore to the outcome. We're not attached anymore to how good it is, because who gets to decide how good something is? As we know from watching the rise and fall of influencers and celebrities, someone can be really popular for a period of time, and then they get overtaken by the next celebrity or influencer. Humans are fickle. Our minds change, our tastes change, our preferences are always changing and evolving. We like some things, we don't like some things. We change our minds very quickly. So why would we put the value that we attach to what we create in the hands of people whose minds are fickle, whose minds are constantly changing? What about if we turn that pride, that joy, that sense of fulfillment tuned in internally? As long as I'm happy, as long as I feel fulfilled, as long as I'm proud of this piece of work, as long as I'm having a great time through this process, that's good enough. It doesn't matter. I don't have to share this with anyone else. This is just for me. And it can feel or sound selfish to say it's just for me, as though we have to justify doing something for the sake of other people all the time, that we always have to put other people's interests above ours. I think there is a context and there is a time and a place for everything. I think there are times when, when it comes to expressing ourselves creatively, expressing ourselves with words, with music, with our thoughts and opinions, that is just us. 
That is between us and us, all parts of us. That is for the six-year-old in us. That's for the 13-year-old in us. That's for the 25-year-old in us. That's for the 40-year-old version of us. All parts of us need a voice, need a way to express, need a way to say, here I am. This is me. This is what I'm capable of. Look what I just did. Look at what I made. That's amazing. I spent, you know, some days and some nights doing this, learning this. I'm not that great yet, but I'm getting there. I'm enjoying the process. I'm learning so much. I'm allowing myself to be free. I'm discovering what I'm capable of. And I'm so proud of myself. So recently, I attended the Finders Keepers Market in Carlton. And my eyes were just drawn to this one particular stall that was all about the moon and musings from the moon. That's the Instagram handle of the person that owns it. And one of the products that was on display was a card deck of self-love affirmation cards. And today, I just happened to pick up this one that says, I express my inner playfulness. My inner playfulness is very much alive within me. Life is a wonderful playground, and I naturally find ways to express my joy and excitement every day. I allow myself to be curious, light-hearted, and full of wonder. And that is my hope for you as well, that you will allow yourself to be curious, to be light-hearted, to be full of wonder, to release the need for perfection, to let go of what the outcome should be, and to detach from the need to please others and to gain approval. Have a brilliant rest of the day, and I'll see you on another episode. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.